Hello, America. There were more riots in uh, Rochester this weekend. There are riots now in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Lancaster, so you know, they're busy milking the cows right now and not listening to my voice because in Lancaster, it's the Amish. BLM has come to Amish town, uh, which, you know, I'd like to I'd actually like to see how that worked out. I'd like to see a bunch of white wussy city kids marching up to the farms uh, of the Amish. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, We we have something that I want to lay out. And then after that, I want to take your phone calls. I want to hear from you today. This is uh, one of those gut check shows where I hear your voice. I want to hear what you're thinking, what is puzzling you what is frustrating you how your life is how you're perceiving the coronavirus and the shutdown is it still affecting you beside your job are you even going to work and for those few that are trapped in california uh who you know don't believe what all the rest of the people in california believe god bless you we'll open up our phone calls to you as well 888-727-BECK 888-727-BECK it is your time to speak today call us and in one minute i lay out the beginnings of how america may end by the end of this year this is the glenn beck program lifelock Guess what's up 300% just since the start of the pandemic? Yeah, cybercrime. Yay! The FBI Cyber Division is warning that students and families will be increasingly vulnerable to cyber, uh, cyber attacks since everybody's using uh, teleconferencing applications these days. So if every time you get on Zoom and everything else, you're in trouble. Hackers are not slackers every day. They get more sophisticated in the ways they take advantage of your account. And through them, they're pawning information like emails and passwords. It's important to understand cybercrime and identity theft and how it affects your lives. Your information is put at risk on the Internet. I want you to get a free scan right now and just find out if your information is already on the dark web. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can find out if your information is on the dark web. Get your free dark web scan at lifelock.com slash scan. That's lifelock.com slash scan. Then if you notice that it is, well, you can pick the plan that's right for you. Save up to 25% off your first year if you use the promo code back. The free scan is at lifelock.com slash scan. Do it now. So the headline is officer involved shooting a black man. But if you look at the body camera video, you see that this officer was called to the house by a family member who said, my brother is trying to get in, trying to break into our house and threatening my mother. So the police officer showed up. He was by himself, apparently on foot, it looks like. And he walks up to the house. The sister is now inside. She answers the door and he can hear in the background, get out, get out. 
And the officer says, yes, get out, get out of the way. Is he inside? Get out of the way. She does. And here comes the brother. And he's got a large knife, a kitchen knife on him. He, with crazed eyes, starts chasing the police officer. As the police officer is running, he turns back and shoots the guy. Now he's dead. And of course, the riots have begun. This Wednesday, I'm going to talk to you about the way America ends. This really is our last call. And it will end if you're not informed and you don't play your cards right. We've seen this unrest before. We've shown it to you in the last couple of years. Global unrest through the State Department programs like Civil Society 2.0. Most people don't know about that. But if you're a Blaze subscriber, you do. The tech camps. We showed you how with George Soros and others and big dark money, the State Department is helping start civil unrest all over the country. Ultimately, it's something called color revolution. And the same people are involved. Well, the left has a plan for November. And it's an Eastern Europe-style American color revolution. What we're going to tell you on Wednesday is that you are being set up for an Eastern European-style color revolution. And the playbook for Main Street USA is exactly the same that they've used in places like Ukraine. And it's initiated by the same people in order to upend our system this November. And everything is connected. And we can prove it to you by showing the original documents. The Obama administration in Ukraine, Biden in Ukraine, Civil Society 2.0, the State Department's relationship with George Soros, BLM and Antifa street riots, the Great Reset, public school education, mail-in voting, and now more and more the words revolution. It culminates in two months in America. It's actually out in the open, but we're being softened up and desensitized about about to what's about to happen. They want the removal of an elected president to appear as if it was his fault. Wednesday, I will show you who's behind it and how it all works, and it will be the tale of three chalkboards. Chalkboard one is how the intelligence community teaches a successful coup. Well, they've got everything. They've got everything. Chalkboard two. I've drawn up and watched over the last 15 years. What does it take for a successful revolution? What would it take in America? That is a terrifying chalkboard. And then chalkboard number three. The blueprint for a successful color revolution that was drawn up by the Obama administration's deep state. As written... By Obama's advisor to Russia, who is then promoted to ambassador to Russia. His seven pillars for revolution. You need a pop- unpopular incumbent. You need a united and organized opposition. You need the ability to quickly drive home the point that voting results were falsified. 
You need enough independent media to inform citizens about the falsified vote. You need political opposition capable of mobilizing tens of thousands or more demonstrators to protest the electoral fraud. And you need divisions among the regime's coercive forces. Sounds like America today. It's the plan from the Obama administration. We'll show it to you Wednesday. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. It is. Um, uh, it's quite amazing what's going on, and you don't know what's true and what's not. Not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm gonna try to. Do, I want to start with the fires. The fires that are going on now. It is in Portland, Oregon. It's so bad. It is literally the worst air quality in the world today. Is in Portland. It's on fire. Now, there are those people that are saying, oh, this, you know what this is? That's coordinated, coordinated attacks. Okay. All right. Um, let me give you, let me give you this from law enforcement today. The Ashland, Oregon police chief weighed in on the Oregonian. The one thing I can say is that the rumor that these fires are set by Antifa is 100% false information. We have some leads, but none of it points into that direction. A spokesperson for the Oregon Department of Forestry spoke to the New York Times. We are not seeing any indications of mass politically influenced arson campaign. Okay, so we have it from the Ashland, Oregon police, and we have it from the Oregon Department of Forestry. But here's what else we have. A number of wildfires in Washington, Oregon, and California are being considered as arson. Several of the arsonists are in jail, and while they're more on the run, uh, police are looking for them, we are told. On Wednesday of last week, troopers in Puyallup, Washington, said they arrested a 36-year-old Puyallup man caught setting fire in the brush. This was along State Route uh, 167 in Puyallup in the median The fire started to spread. Puyallup police closed the northbound ramp on the highway. He told troopers he was just looking for a camera. They took the suspect to jail. Another arson suspect was arrested in Spokane after allegedly starting a bunch of fires. Uh, Christine Comello uh, was arrested after allegedly uh, starting multiple fires in Spokane. Um... Let's see. The uh, officer also spotted another fire a few blocks away. This was next to an old oil drum under a tree. Uh, More units arrived. Uh, They detained Camello. Uh, She originally lied about her name, uh, but she was wanted on on a warrant for something else. So she is in custody. She has been booked for second degree arson. Federal law enforcement source uh, told lawenforcementtoday.com that the feds are looking into whether some of the cases are linked together and warned there could be more attacks. Quote, we are reacting to a coordinated, a coordinated series of attempts to start fires anywhere and everywhere in Oregon, public and private lands, incorporated and unincorporated areas. 
By all indications so far in the preliminary stages of these investigations, there is a coordinated effort on the part of these individuals to start fires in areas that are the least protected and most vulnerable, then slowing working their way, slowly working their way into more populated areas and neighborhoods. Please take this information as an advisory for your own account and welfare, and please act in good faith with due diligence to plan accordingly for your safety and the well-being of your community. Okay, that, so that's from federal law enforcement. And we know we have the arrests, and we've seen the video of the arrest. So who do you trust? Well, let's go to PolitiFact. PolitiFact said, is there some evidence... Is there some evidence that these left-wing activists are responsible for the wildfires ravaging the West Coast? According to PolitiFact, no. Officials have dispelled the rumors while investigations are still going uh, or ongoing. The fires appear to be sparked accidentally. First, says PolitiFact, uh, Antifa stands for anti-fascist. It's not a singular group, but rather a broad coalition of activists, including communists, anarchists and socialists that have been around for decades. Oh, while Antifa uh, activists have used violence to achieve their goals in the past. Experts say most of the movement's organization is not rooted in any kind of physical confrontation. Still, over the past few years, people ranging from President Trump to everyday social media users have blamed and for acts of violence in portland demonstrations began in late may after floyd's death and have continued for more than 100 days antifa activists have been present at some of the protests on some of the several occasions protesters have started fires around the city but it's unclear what antifa supporters have been responsible for when it comes to those fires and there's no evidence that they're behind dozens of wildfires burning from california to uh washington uh well there's uh hmm we do know that the el dorado fire was uh, brought on by something that was doing a gender uh reveal which has got to be proud we do know that several of the fires were started by lightning strikes um a power uh, uh power line was downed in washington state and in oregon but there's nothing to any of these arrests uh at all huh so in dexter when the firefighters responded to a, a fire at the Dexter State Re- Recreation Area. And they caught a guy, uh, a middle-aged man with arm tattoos, lighting two fires in the bushes. Uh, he said, uh, uh, he said it, it looks like he was intentionally starting to, uh, or starting fires to add to the chaos. Are we supposed to ignore that? Are we supposed to ignore the arson in Spokane and in Washington state? Are we supposed to, are we supposed to ignore this? They, they arrested a a woman, uh, charged her with arson in California near Baronda on highway one Oh one. She was accused of intentionally starting fires. Now, What's the update there? And who do we trust? How about Trooper Ryan Burke on Twitter that said uh, Trooper Moorefield 
uh, caught a pedestrian who was lighting matches at uh, at in the grass. A citizen observed and alerted 911 after a sh- short uh, foot chase. He's in custody and on his way to jail for attempted arson. Hmm. And then in Sweet Creek, uh, you have a 44-year-old man arrested on suspicion of arson in the wildfire that burned nearly 400 acres. So again, I ask you, who do you believe? If you don't know who to believe, well, there's step one of what will be on the chalkboard on Wednesday. It's really critical that you know what's going on and you know how they want you to react. That's Wednesday on Blaze TV. More in a minute, and I want to get your phone calls. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I really want to hear from you on how you're feeling, what you're, where, where do you think we are in our cycle of history? All right, Relief Factor. I've talked about Relief Factor for years and why it works. It works because, uh, I don't know, it's a collection of natural stuff that I don't think should work. Uh, that kind of crap never works on me. Uh, and it reduces inflammation. Well, that sounds like ibuprofen, and ibuprofen sucks. It never works for me. Somehow or another, this does. I took it again this morning. I'll take it to lunch and dinner. I take it three times a day. I've taken it for two years, and it has changed me. So I want you to just try it. If you have any kinds of aches and pains or if you're in real pain, just try it. It's not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So try it for the three weeks. See if it doesn't start to help relieve your pain. You wonder what it would be like to have a solution to your pain? Try Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 800-583-84. 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Say hello to Pat Gray. Hello, Pat. Hello again. We're, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to talking about what's happened in uh, Los Angeles uh, this weekend with the shooting of the police. Mm. I mean, and the blocking of the hospital? the entrance and exits into the hospital. Just Unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable. Just, I mean, what uh, has is America actually seeing this? I wonder because I can't imagine that you're for it. You know, on Friday, I said that um, Eric Weinstein was the uh, lefty professor in Oregon. That's his brother, Brett. I always confuse the two. Um, But uh, Eric actually works with Peter Thiel and is the host of the Portal podcast. He leans really far left, but he loves America and he's not he doesn't want to destroy the Constitution. So the I don't know if you saw the clip of the guy who was. uh, the guy's reaction when he sees the two cops that were the shot execution style. Did you see the reaction? Mm-hmm. You want to describe it? Uh, well, there were several, but are you, are you talking about the guy who uh, was glad and yeah. hopes they die? Yeah. 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 Not at the hospital. 
a guy who was standing there and saw somebody try to execute two cops. Yeah. And he's he's happy about it. Okay. Yeah. So Eric wrote uh, this weekend, he said, I can long last explain to everyone what the intellectual dark web was about. It was about this. And what comes next if the, you in the media and you in the Democratic Party and you Trump and the tech platforms and you the university don't stop playing a plague on all of our houses. You've thwarted every attempt at unity, logic, moderation that threatens your business models. You destroyed science, scholarship, journalism, and you didn't even blink. You see unity as a threat. Well, hopefully uh, there will be enough people here in the next few weeks before we hit the election to not fall into the trap that is being laid for our Constitution and our children. Forget about our lives and our fortune. I pledge to you. I pledge to you all of those things in firm reliance and protection of divine providence for the safety of my children my children. I'll lose everything. I won't lose them. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Today's world is filled with audio input, radio podcasts, music stations like Pandora, Spotify, audiobooks, whatever. Uh, if you are trying to uh, listen and you want some great headphones, but you don't, I don't like the Apple iPhones because they fall out of your ears all the time. Uh, I listen sometimes to books on tape in, in, uh, in bed. And as I'm listening to audiobooks, it hurts to lay on those Apple earphones and my kids borrow them and I lose them all the time and they're really expensive. So mm -mm, want something different. What I found was Raycon, the everyday E25 earbuds. They're really, really good. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design, gives you a nice noise isolating fit, and half the price of what you'd pay for Apple. They're really, really good. Now for a limited time, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buy, R-A-C-O-N, Raycon. Raycon.com slash Beck. 15% off your new wireless earbuds. Buy Raycon.com slash Beck. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Oh, yeah. This is the Glenn Beck program. Today is your day to have your voice heard on the program. Uh, you are the only guest that we have booked today. So now's the day to have your voice heard. 888-727-BECK. What have you wanted to say? What are you feeling? How are you feeling about COVID, the election, the left, the media? Um, what are you struggling with? How can we help you? more than we are what do you want to know more about uh nick in texas welcome to the glenn beck program do we have him on line six nick welcome yes sir can you hear me yes i can go ahead hey hey how are you very good um you know your main question this morning is how are we feeling about the whole situation you know it's not just covid and the elections it's i mean i feel like it's all as one um 
you know, the truth is, Glenn, and I think I speak for a lot of people when I say we're absolutely terrified. Um, I know I speak for me and my family, at least, you know, we wake up in the morning, everything's great. But when the, the news starts flowing, we start hearing these stories, you know, I, I listen to your program every morning. Uh, my wife listens to your program every morning and we discuss about it mm. uh, throughout the day. And it's, it's absolutely terrifying the state of things that we're in. Um, her and I are both 33 years old, uh, white conservative views. We live in the state of Texas. Um, we have five children between the two of us. Um, and it's, it's absolutely disheartening. You know, we, we try to do everything we can to make sure that our household, that our nuclear family has the strongest God-fearing Christian morals and values. You know, as soon as the brainwash programs came out, we, we sat the children down at the dinner table and we said, hey, look, we understand that this is probably going on. Uh, thankfully, I think we live in a small enough town. I'm not sure that these things will reach, but we don't know because we're not there. Mm-hmm. We're not in that classroom. And that's what's scariest. And we've talked to the kids and we've let them know, hey, you can come to us about anything. And these aren't our views. And you're not racist based solely on the fact that you were born white. And if anybody tries to teach you this, it needs to come to us. Um, all that being said, you know, I feel like my generation, I guess by definition, we're millennials. I, I don't consider ourselves millennials <laughs> by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's our generation that are out there with these quote-unquote peaceful protests. They're out there causing this nonsense, and I feel like they're, they're being pushed by a leftist agenda that they're just so blinded by the, this who even knows what it is, but this civil unrest is being pushed and it's what big tech, it's what the lib, the leftists want. And so my question for you is, and I think what I need for you, I feel like you guys do such a great job. We're avid watchers of blaze TV. Like I said, we listen to you every morning, Pat, Stu, we listen to the whole gang and we absolutely love it. And I feel like it's opened our eyes and brought information to us that we otherwise wouldn't get because we all know that mainstream media is not going to report on the things that you guys are reporting on. And I absolutely thank you all for doing it every day. And I cannot commend you all enough for what you're doing for, for not just me and my family, but for the rest of us out there. So my question is, and what I need from you all is how do we reach those? How, I, I feel like all your listeners, you've got those. How do we get more? How do we how do we reach these people? I know people that are so dead set on voting for Biden, but it's not even based on Biden Biden's policies or what Biden wants. It's based on the hatred for Trump, and that that is so enraging that that you're willing to put ourselves and our country in a position based solely on the fact that you can't stand somebody has nothing to do with what this what this guy wants to do for our country i think half the people that i know if they even knew what biden wanted to do this country i'm not sure they'd change their minds based solely on the fact that they hate trump it's okay so nick let me let me start with first of all thank you for for um everything that you just said we really appreciate it sometimes i mean i'm sure pat feels the same way with what he does we are in these rooms, these isolated uh, studios, and you know, especially now with COVID, we don't have anybody coming through the studios. We, we, our contact is limited. That's why this show is so important. And we don't, we don't know. We don't know how you're feeling, and we don't know 
if what we're doing is connecting with anyone um and i am honestly i leave the studio almost every day and i i've heard this from several hosts uh they leave the studio every day and um they're just depressed they're just like suicidal depressed because it's our job to watch it for you uh and everything we have in our in our uh job uh is is pointing to really bad things and we don't know how to bring it to you in a way to where it doesn't make you suicidal you know we we have to tell you the truth but we don't want you to i mean the worst thing that could happen is that you get so depressed that you stop paying attention. The second thing is that you uh, get angry because anger is what they want. They've been needling you since 08. They've been wanting you to rise up. They've been wanting you to strike out. And the reason why we're not further down this road is because you never were that person. Um, But... Uh, things are changing rapidly and you just must remain calm. So thank you for that. The second thing um, is I don't think there's anything you can say to those people who are dead set. Is there anything that anyone could say to you? I would answer yes. If you could show me how these things, you can't show me that these things aren't happening because we have them on videotape. We have the, you know, uh, we have uh, all the things that we have shown you uh, over the last year and all of the connections. So it's no longer a theory. They're fact. But if you could show me uh, and convince me that the average person working for Biden uh, was just as angry about all of this as I was and was going to say, I'm going to stop all this nonsense on the ground. If you could convince me of that, I'd be open minded. Now, does that make me any different than the left? I don't know. I wouldn't if you're on the left, I wouldn't waste your time trying to convince me. And the same on the right. Don't try to convince those people that are just lost. There are people who don't know and are open minded, but you can't try to win. You can't try to tell them that they're wrong. Nobody wants to hear that they're wrong. Just ask them questions. Have you seen this? And go to first sources. We post everything. We've got all of it. Go to first sources and say, tell me about this and this and this. And slowly just try to calmly talk to your friends that you can save. But I I warn you, I think we are going to go through a time uh, where it's the most important thing you can do is convince your kids that God lives. Convince uh, yourself that you are the person you were born to be, not the person you were allowed to become. Let me take, uh, uh, I think it's Janny in Pennsylvania up in Lancaster. How you doing, Janny? Hi. Uh, hi there, I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. So I wanted to comment on your opening statement about Lancaster County and, and the... <laughs> protests that happened last night in yes. Amish town. Well, I just wanted I know, I know. I know what you're going to say. It's not Amish town. No, There's I a real city here. Well, no, it wasn't and that. Or, it was more that that's what Lancaster County is known for. Amish furniture, 
really good jams, really good jellies, Amish people. But I know it's a real town. I've performed in Lancaster before. I know. Yes, we've seen we've seen you. We live about two miles from where you performed. So, oh, and just just to help you because you might get other calls. It's not pronounced the way Burt Lancaster's name is pronounced. Just think L A N K Lank. Lancaster. Okay. Okay. So um, tell me this. Um, how was the reaction? What is the reaction of the people? Because you are living in a a very conservative area in Pennsylvania. So, very conservative, very economically stable. Um, the suburbs woke up this morning and read this in the newspaper. I'm sure my friends are shocked. But it is not the first time we have had uh, some marches and fairly peaceful protests the worst has been some painting on streets and on sidewalks uh but we do know that the protests are infiltrated they are not just simply local people we the police have been able to find that out the police have done their best to try to talk through this um it's a tinderbox we're mm-hmm. not different than any other city and while i think the policeman had jurisdiction to do what he did it just set people off immediately. Yeah. Um, so it's all inner city, uh, and I think there'll be more protests yet tonight. And that's what worries us the most. It's one thing to protest, but then it starts to build as word gets out, and we are very drivable between Philadelphia and Baltimore. And you start to get infiltration mm-hmm. from those areas, and it can get out of hand. Mm-hmm. And then people come in who are not members of your community, and what, who, what good protest has ever happened at night? Tell me what None. protest that has ever been good happened at night. None is exactly right. I can also tell you both my husband and I are retired. My husband uh, was a 30-year history teacher in the inner city public school system um, in the secondary education, which is middle school and high school. And I um, worked for a bank in the inner city here in Lancaster. So we both went into the city of Lancaster every day for work. Lancaster also has the country's oldest continuously operating farmer's market right in the center of mm-hmm. the city. It's a beautiful tourist area. Uh, we don't go downtown anymore. Wow. Mm. Wow. And we love downtown. We used to tell our neighbors, come down to market. I'll meet you for lunch. It's gorgeous downtown. Don't go downtown anymore. Well, hopefully it will still be that way um, by the end of the week. Thank you. Jenny, I appreciate it. All right. Your phone call today is 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. This is a day that I just want to listen to you. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. We continue in just a minute. First, let me tell you about Simply Safe. Simply Safe home security might be more important to think about now than it has been in, well, I don't know, forever. All around the country, people are destroying property burning things down and it's going to get worse before it gets better um please you know i was thinking yesterday pat we are so out of practice of even going to church Mm -hmm. you know 30 days makes a habit yeah okay Mm -hmm. we've had more than 30 days to destroy the habit of going to church a lot more right Mm -hmm. and so many people were in the habit they were still going but they were in the habit now to restart that i mean they have just broken all of our traditions we really have to work hard at things 
anyway i'm sorry uh, there's a mindset out there i can take whatever i want the world owes me and if you can't protect it then it belongs to me mm. Simply Safe will make it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market. State of the art equipment, round the clock monitoring will make Simply Safe the first name in the business. And when you pair how simple it is to set up with the fact that you're going to pay 50 cents a day for monitoring, it's really a no brainer. So go to simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. Go there now. You're listening to Glenn. I just keep getting these emails from Donald Trump. He's not a guy that I would think writes letters. You know what I mean? But I get him all the time. This one, uh, Glenn, it's been almost four years since I was elected, blah, blah, blah. I've always mm-hmm. enjoyed the incredible support from grassroots. None, no, none of these accomplishments would be possible if it wasn't for you. It's so nice of him to write. He yeah, it is. Yeah. This, he said, I want to meet you in Washington, D.C. on December, uh, September 25th. Well, you've already met him. Yeah, I know. That's kind of weird. He said, we'll cover your flight, stay at my favorite hotel, have photos together. I got a photo with him. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. And for some reason, he just wants me to contribute any amount of money to him. I don't. Really? Yeah. He's so like, you give him a a dollar and he'll cover your flight and a hotel. I don't. Something's weird because I keep getting these personal notes from him. And uh, I don't know if anybody, anybody else is getting them, but I'm getting a lot of them <laughs> a lot of them uh let, huh. let me go to let me go to brandy in texas hello brandy hey mr beck how are you good 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 i am sorry i just started my class i'm i'm pleased to be talking to you hey i live in a little bitty town in texas and yesterday my church was full we enjoyed a, a great sunday service mm. uh we are I tell you what, we're living in a time where things are crazy. And as a teacher, I see the necessary adjustments we're making for our kids. We're wearing masks, but we're going into our fourth week of face-to-face educational learning. And it's incredible. The kids are smiling, and we're all happy to be back. Uh, Our team's playing football on Thursdays and Friday nights. And I just want you to know that there are God-fearing Americans that are going on with their life. And uh, the coronavirus didn't really, it's, it's there, but dang it, yeah. we're going to be okay. Yeah. Now, my question is, we've had like, we have three Biden signs up in our little town. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, we get along just fine with those people. Mm. We ain't, we're not fighting or any of that kind of stuff. But the stuff about the sex education as a teacher, as a 42-year-old mom, I'm going to tell you that that blew my mind. And I've been telling people about it because we've got to do something. And uh, for a little, we live in a little bubble in my town and uh-huh. stuff like that we don't know about. Yeah. Well, it is being, you need to get, you're not a member of the teacher's union, I gather. No, sir. Yeah, good. No union whatsoever. Uh, so you need to talk to the State Board of Education because they are deciding uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and they are doing it. They've canceled all of the times that they were going to decide because people showed up and they were onto it. You need to make a big stink about it and get people organized. Uh, you can go to uh, For Kids and Country. Dot org and find out more information and, and, and how you can help on this. But it's we've got to get into our schools and we've got to get this Black Lives Matter 1619 and the CSE uh, curriculum, the sex education curriculum, the update 
out of our schools. Back in just a minute. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back this is the glenn beck program uh, we want to thank our uh, Spotlight uh, sponsor. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust from realestateagentsitrust.com. If you are a buyer or a seller uh, and you are looking to change addresses, especially if you're coming you know, to a place like Texas, you got to know where you, you want to live. And if you've never lived in Texas, you don't know. It can be really diverse uh, here in Texas now. Uh, and you want to get into the right neighborhood. You want to make sure that you have the right school district. That's the main thing uh, that are teaching the values and principles that you believe in. If you're trying to sell your house, you're in California. Good luck with that. Uh, you're trying to sell your house uh, or buy a house. You need the best agent. We will connect you with people that we have vetted and looked at, looked at their track record, have the best track record in your community and all you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com that's realestateagentsitrust.com it's a free service to you buy or selling a home check it out now do your own homework realestateagentsitrust.com It's Monday. We're going to bring you up to speed on what's happening around the world in America with the election, all of that. But we really want to spend the time with you today hearing from you. What is it that's concerning you? How are you feeling? What's the upside? What's the dark side? What do you think is coming our way? This is a chance for me, really, to listen to you uh, and learn what you're feeling, what you're struggling with, how we can help you. Uh, but get a pulse on this body we call America and find out how you are feeling and what's going on in your mind. The number is 888-727-BECK. Really anxious to hear the voice of America today. We begin in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
All right, then. Car Shield. Nothing like going out to your car on a bright, sunny morning, listen to the birds sing as you climb behind the wheel of your car, and you're thinking, I'm going to get in the car, I'm going to listen to Glenn Beck, and he's going to be so positive because everything is so great today. And then you turn the key and nothing happens. Uh, should check the engine light. Should have, should have, should have actually checked the engine when that engine, when that lit. Anyway, now you're sitting there, and what are you going to do? Well, if you have Car Shield, you don't have to worry about it. In fact, if you had Car Shield, you probably already uh, had the engine checked because it's you know it's not going to cost you anything. You know that it's uh, it's covered. When your warranty is expired, that's when everything starts to go wrong with your car. Uh, and what are you going to do? None of us have money to go and just blow on fixing our car. It's something where nobody's ever like, oh, good. Well, I'm glad it it happened now because I just got a tax. Yeah, well, didn't you plan that spending that someplace else? Nobody wants to pay for their car repairs. That's why Car Shield is so important. There's no long-term contract or commitments. Payments are flexible. Car Shield plans are customizable. So it's exactly what you need. Now, they've helped over a million drivers. That's why they have uh, America's number one auto protection company uh, as their as their badge. And if you dread car repairs, stop dreading them. Just get the peace of mind with CarShield. 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code Beck. Or visit CarShield.com. Use the promo code Beck and you will save 10%. Deductibles may apply. CarShield.com. Promo code Beck. Welcome to the uh, program. I want to talk to you at 888-727-BECK. We go right to Matt in Connecticut. Hello, Matt. Hi. Good morning, Beck. How are you, uh, Glenn? How are you doing? Very good. Very good. I had to... Um... There we go. I had to shut off my Bluetooth device here. Yes, Thank okay. Thank you. I'm glad you're listening. I... So I am a dairy farmer in uh, northeast Connecticut, and I know you're a little bit familiar with Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I haven't been here for as long as you were. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we could talk about a lot of things, uh, basically talking about food security and uh, what this country went through. And if there's this whole round two of COVID uh, that they've been talking about. But um, it really, so I'm a dairy farmer. We have been milking cows here in Woodstock. Uh, since 1885. My kids will be the seventh generation on our farm. Uh, We milk 150 cows, and we diversified our operation to include a retail farm store, just because, as you know, uh, the dairy industry has been sort of struggling here for at least the past 10 years. We've been on shaky ground. So when when COVID hit, our farm store, which uh, in February... Uh, was kind of a quiet place, people just coming in to get their milk. We bottled milk and glass, and uh, we have our core customers who always come in. But by March and April, when COVID hit, we had everyone in town looking to find a place to purchase food for their families when it just wasn't available on the farm on the supermarket shelves. Mm. And, you know, I... I'm someone who I, I do deliver a little bit of milk to supermarkets, retail markets, and um, I know I I see how it works in the in the back of the supermarket. There's no big storeroom back there, 
of extra food for people. And, uh, you know, you, you, no one can expect that food is always going to be there tomorrow. I think the things that you've talked about for years now, about having a food supply for your family and keeping your family, you know, safe through something that you can't prepare for is, is now more important than ever. People have to seek out their farmers, learn who they're, you know, learn where they can get a good steady supply of food in, in case something were to go wrong again, in case we have a breakdown in supply chain. Our supply chain for food in this country right now is still is still very weak, in my in my opinion. Well, um, Matt, thank you for keeping the fires burning in uh, in Connecticut. Thank you so much for listening. And I think you're exactly right. People don't realize how fragile the supply chain is. Um, even right just today, I just read um, a story last night in I don't know some economic magazine about. Um, the shippers in the West Coast ports, they can't book any rail time on Union Pacific or BNSF. Uh, they are they're trying to get their products out, but they can't. And from what I understand is it's all due to the covid-19 lockdowns and working from home and not having our kids in school because we are spending more money now on different types of goods basically those things that we buy at walmart or cvs compared to those being you know end up purchased from restaurants so the dry packaged goods the clothing the toiletries all the stuff uh, sold for consumer and commercial consumption are packaged and they're transported differently Many of it has much of it has to go by rail other than truck because it's required to be handled in a certain way because of the consumer safety protocols. So the problem is certain types of goods uh, like grocery and drug and hardware stores, they can't keep up with the demand. And you tie that to the increase of about 40 percent of demand in in labor for the railways, which you don't become an engineer overnight. There's tons of certifications to to work on the railways. So you're getting all of this demand for the rail cars, more than you can supply. Rates are going up. You're going to start seeing those things that are in your Walmart going up. And it's because of the rail yards, because nobody saw this coming. As things get more and more dangerous in streets, you're going to see truckers saying, I'm not going into cities that are having riots. I'm just not going to be pulled out of the cab of my car and beaten to death for whatever it is in the back of my uh, 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 trailer. And so you're going to have more problems. It's going to get worse than it, before it gets better. And I thank you so much for being on top of that. Tom in Maryland, go ahead. Hey, Glenn. Glenn, how are you doing? I'm very good. How are things in Maryland? Where are you? Oh, it's crazy. Um, I'm just uh, north of Baltimore a little bit, but mm. first I got to say something. I uh, I got the same email you did about President Trump. Does he want to take a picture <laughs> with you too? <laughs> I responded with "Let's do lunch," and I haven't heard a word. Wow, wow! I was invited to lunch too. That's weird. You must be important. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Hey, hey, guys! I just want to say that. Uh, through this whole experience, uh, my father was a World War II vet. He was in uh, Omaha. He was at, in the 29th. Um, and even worse than that, uh, worse than Omaha, he was at the Battle of St. Lowe. And uh, he took up arms uh, against uh, the Waffen-SS. 
that was actually Hitler's best. And um, when I see these guys kneeling for the national anthem, you know, I love football. Love football. I tried out for the World League in the early 90s. And, um, I mean, just sheer detest for these guys that are complaining about uh, about how they might be um, harmed or looked down upon uh, for who they are. Um, I want to I want to spiral off of that for a minute, and I want to say that um, back in uh, the mid two thousands, two thousand four, five, and six, I was very wealthy. Uh, I got to live. Uh, I was blessed to live with through the uh, Big Short, mm. and um, got to listen to uh, Paulson and Bernanke beg for eight hundred billion dollars uh, the next day because uh, America was going to be broke for two weeks, and um, and. Uh, I got to see uh, my banks, who uh, used to refer to me as the golden child, uh, treat me like an inmate and uh, pretty much rig me over the coals and take all that I had. After that was done, uh, Glenn, I said, well, at least I got my health. Hmm. So then uh, <laughs> next up, I find out I got stage four kidney cancer. Jeez, uh, geez. And um, <laughs> so they take my left kidney. And, hmm. um, well, it was the uh, it was Christmas Eve of 2017. Uh, got a godly wife great woman and uh she prayed for me uh constantly along with my church and um they prayed for me constantly and uh christmas eve of 2017 they just put me on a um on a trial uh with bristol myers and um about two months later three months later my cancer was gone oh that's I had eight great. tumors throughout my body wow yeah i lost 70 pounds um i was pretty much on my way out and then the lord brought me back and uh you know, it's such a testimony to his greatness and and what he did for me, and where I'm at today. I'm just so thankful where so, I'm at, and I gotta. So, Tom, I will tell you that uh, everybody's here for a reason, uh, and perhaps your reason is to just share that and to make sure that people, because the, the biggest thing that we have to correct is God. We've got to turn back, and we are we're blowing that. Big time political a political platform that wants to do away with god and his warnings are very clear glenn i mean romans one if you read romans one and you get into 16 17 and 18 where it says you know they knew god but they didn't recognize god mm-hmm. and they and they tried to put him down in their unrighteousness and you know what god gave them over to a debased mind he gave them over to women would love women and men would love men and what was the end result of that the depravity of man would come out and it would be haters they would be boasters, inventors of evil things, and I think that's what we're seeing today. Uh, I think Real. it. I think it is, um, Tom. Thank you for your call. I mean, I you you look at it. Look at the people that were screaming at the emergency room. You know that they hope these cops die, and you know we're coming after all of them. I mean, it's it's depravity. What's going on is really, truly depravity, and it's being celebrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you watch football this weekend? Uh, I did a little bit. Um. Yeah, and they're, you know, they're kneeling again. They're they're kneeling still. I but guess a, my problem is is the more bigger problem is the glorification of Black Lives Matter. Oh, it's, it's not. It's a that's all they did this weekend. It's a that's Marxist group. Yeah, and they won't look into that. They won't. No, they they don't care. They don't understand, and they tell us we're the ones who don't understand. I know. I know. Now they're doing two two uh, national anthems. They're doing a black national anthem. Mm-hmm. Lift every voice and sing. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the actual uh, is everybody standing for both, or is it just no, uh, no. Uh, kneeling for one and uh, standing yes. for the second? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually like 
what's called the Black National Anthem. It's uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing. I just want to point out it was uh, written by a Republican. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. No. Written by a Republican. That'll shut that one down yeah, quickly. Sure, sure will. Um, <laughs> and I don't have a problem. I don't know if you've ever listened to the words of it. Do you have it, well, sir? Can you play it real yeah. quick? Um, because if you listen to the words, uh, it's hard I think to it's, disagree with the words. It's great. It's great. Play it whenever you have it, Sarah. You have the words in front of you? Yeah. It's. Oh, here, here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. That's me on the piano. Oh, nice. That's Tanya. Okay. <laughs> That's where I got a little crazy with the piano. But... Listen to the words. Oh, if I'm steady. She got a little jazzy. She really did. The place for which our mother. Uh, is this actually the song? Father, I don't know. I, I, I don't recognize these. Give me, give me the, give me the words. Give me the traditional because it was written as a poem. Okay, yeah. Lift every voice and sing. Yeah, which they're not. She's they're not saying. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's till prelude. till earth and heaven ring. Yeah, ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejo- let our rejoicing rise. High as the listening skies, let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Love it. Just Face, love this. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on till victory is won. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod. Felt in the days when hope unborn had died, yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed? We have come over a way that with tears has been watered. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughtered. Out of the gloomy past till we now stand at last, where the white gleam of our bright star is cast. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou hast brought us thus far on the way. Thou hast... Thou who has, uh, by thy might, led us into the light. Keep us forever in the path, we pray. Lest our feet stray from the places, our God, where we met thee. Lest our hearts drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Can you, I mean... That's really good This is stuff. not the message of BLM. Uh, not But I love that. <clears throat> I love it all. This was written by a black guy who's a Republican. Uh, and he wrote it as a poem. And then... I think for his birthday, 25 years later, something like that, his brother had set it to this music. And it's been mm. sung uh, forever uh, since then. It was around turn of the century. And it's, it's a great, great song. Um, I would just like people on the left to actually listen to the words. Because I agree with the words. It mentions God a lot. It also talks about, you know, lifting your voice. Lifting your eyes up, looking at the light, not at the darkness, not dwelling on the past, mm-hmm. you know, looking to the future. I don't know about you, but I agree with all of that. <laughs> so when you're singing it, you should ask yourself, 
Do you agree with that? I don't think so. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, sometimes opportunity knocks. And you're like, nah, uh, uh, I'm tired. uh, I'll wait till next time. Well, usually it doesn't knock a next time, but this time it has. We are going through crazy changes in 2020, and uh, most of them are bad, but a few are good. And this one is kind of a mixture of both good and bad. Take care of it. Take advantage of the good right now without getting trapped in the bad. If you're a homeowner, I can't urge you strongly enough to refinance your mortgage right now. You can get a mortgage in the twos. If you have a mortgage that is in the fours right now, you're not going to believe how much money extra that means in, in your uh, take home every single month. So be fiscally responsible. You, the way you avoid the bad of this is you don't buy too much of a house. You don't go and spend all that money. You use that money to get out of debt. America Financing, their mortgage consultants do work. Uh, they don't work for the bank. They work for you. There's no high-pressure sales. It's just a conversation for 10 minutes to see if they can help you. Call them now at 800-906-2440. Make sure you're fiscally responsible and sound right now with American Financing. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Oof. I feel like the Ghostbuster scene. Do you remember when, uh, what was her name? Janine, she hit the bell and she's like, we got one <laughs> in the first Ghostbusters. Is it just me that remembers that? I feel like that uh, we need that because we have a Republican from California on wow. the phone. It's Elizabeth. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What are you feeling today? Well, can be expected, right? Yeah. Um, I wake up every morning, um, like another uh, caller had said, everything is okay when you first wake up. But then, you know, you you hit the news. I mean, the real news. You know what I mean? The real news. Um, And it's terrifying. I I feel like I, I have a vote, but is it enough? And I don't. I feel hopeless and helpless sometimes because I'm not surrounded by like-minded people at the moment. Um, I feel alone. I really do. Mm. It's really, it's hard. Um, and I go to your show every morning. You know, I, I have Blaze TV and I watch you on my tablet and listen to your show and your Wednesday night specials and all. And I feel that education is, is powerful. Um yeah. I want to know. I, I don't want something to sneak up on me. But um, at the same time, I, I hear about it, and it's like, what do I do next? You know, yeah. I have this call in me, and what do I do next? Um, my father was a um, U.S. Coast Guard veteran, um, and he taught me a lot about World War II. I mean, I grew up with it all mm-hmm. over the house, books, mm-hmm. everything. He taught me to kneel for God and stand for that flag and respect the military and respect our law enforcement. And I've held those all my life. 
I'm so, thankful he's not alive today because this would kill him. I know that feeling, Elizabeth. Keep kneeling for God and standing for the flag, program. but kneel for God. So important. Um, let me talk to you about Patriot Mobile. Every day you see a new shocking video of anarchists, you know, threatening innocent people, destroying businesses. I love Molotov cocktails. I, you know, <laughs> if I wasn't an alcoholic, I'd be throwing one back, too. Uh, the, uh, the riots have endured because the funding keeps coming in. And we're going to talk a little bit about the funding uh, today. I don't know if you saw that story, but it is something we warned you about about six weeks ago. And now, oh, there's a problem. Really? Verizon, did you know, donated $10 million to a myriad of social justice organizations, including, you know, Al Sharpton and his National Action Network. $10 million they donated. That's Verizon. If you have Verizon, you're helping pay for that. Um, get the same reliable nationwide service and yet don't fund the left. All you have to do is switch to Patriot Mobile right now. Please do this. Patriot Mobile. Switch to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck at free activation plus a special gift with the offer code Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. And check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed. Every weekday, 7 to 9, Eastern, or anywhere you get your podcast for free. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. On uh, Wednesday night's program, we're going to show you how America could end by the end of the year um you are being set up i'm going to show you what the military teaches about how to take over a country then i'm going to show you what i have been looking for since about 2008 or 9 when i started looking into revolutions uh and then i'm going to show you what the obama uh state department uh wrote about how to foment revolutions uh, they've done it in Ukraine and all over the country or all over the world. And I believe it is being done in this country right now. And you need to be aware of it because they're expecting you to react a certain way. Probably the most important information I can give you is this Wednesday. And we'll be talking about it after we um, uh, put it on the air, but we'll be dicing it and taking it apart over the next few days after that. Uh, but don't miss it. Please, please watch with an open mind. I think we're all in a place now, I think, where... I mean, I haven't said to anybody... Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if aliens landed right now. And they were space cats. And uh, they were vicious space cats that took over the, the whole world. And uh, people would laugh and they'd go, yeah, I see that. I wouldn't be surprised seriously if aliens were announced to be on their way to Earth. It would not surprise me. Would it you? Pat? Not at all. Um, mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, the world, uh, the country went into full-fledged civil war in the next six months. No. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise you. I mean, they've set the table for all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if 10 years down the road, Jesus shows up. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, and I say that to people, and it used to be, well, yeah, I know, it's great. I say that to people all the time now just to gauge their reaction. I haven't had one person say to me, well, that's a little extreme. Not one. <laughs> Not one. 
That's because almost nothing is extreme now, right? We see it every day on the news how extreme things have gotten. So anything you can say is not going to shock anybody. This is why. You didn't understand. You thought people were stupid in 1929 when, when Orson Welles said, and there were envying eyes watching, drawing their plans against our planet. And they believed the War of the Worlds on radio. Well, yeah, it was yeah. the same atmosphere in 1938-39 as it is right now. You don't know what's coming next. The things you're hearing about are insane. So please be rooted in fact. By the way, I watched. Have you watched Social Dilemma yet? No. Would you watch that tonight so we can talk about it tomorrow? Yeah. The Social Church. Dilemma, Pat, will <clears throat> boggle your mind. It is the only thing I watched with Cheyenne, Rafe, and Mary uh, last night and Tanya. We watched it as a family, and it is the first thing that both of my children sat up the whole time without being told and watched it, really watched it. Um, it is, mm. it is uh, the truth about what's happening with social media and our phones and everything else, and it's from all of the what, – what makes it good is it's not people like me. It's the guy who invented the like button – it's the guy who, you know, was the the guy who developed sales for Facebook. It's uh, the guy who, dis, you know, uh, uh, first uh, opened the door of virtual reality. All of these really big, big tech people. And they're all getting out saying uh, we created a monster and we've got to stop it now. Watch mm. it with your family. It's on Netflix. Uh, it is called uh, The Social Dilemma really really important you could watch that tonight we'll talk about it on uh tomorrow's uh tomorrow's program let me go to jr in virginia hello jr how are you i'm doing great thank you thank you um let me first just say uh, thank you guys for all that you do for uh just people of faith and uh um being that voice of reason and i know how hard that is in this climate right now but um uh, our area i'm from a small town and uh, we, we uh, our town's really uh, our economy is based around uh, recreation, and we have experience. I have several friends that's in uh, real estate, and uh, we. He said, uh, or a few of them have said that uh, they have experienced this mass influx of people buying homes in our uh, small town and mm-hmm. other small towns, and that there's this mass exodus of people uh, from all of our cities. And I just I spoke with some friends that. Uh, came to the town just yesterday visiting and they're talking about opening up a business here. Uh, what do you think this means for cities uh, with all of these people? And it tends to be from what I'm seeing families and decent people that are, that are leaving the cities and who is this going to leave behind? Okay. You've got a couple of things. First of all, cities like New York city are going to collapse. Um, it is, it, it, they're talking now about raising taxes, um, and you, I would assume you have to because you have a giant shortfall now and businesses are moving out. Um, you have places like um, uh, Goldman Sachs and 150 major organizations trying to meet with the, um, the mayor of New York and saying, look, you've got to turn this around now or it's all going to fall apart. New York City is and I hope someday it returns. I don't know if I'll ever see it. Um, ever reached to where it was 
Uh, but you're going to see chaos in the streets of some of these big cities because they're allowing their businesses to leave. And that is just going to leave the people who usually can't afford to pay taxes. Um, you're going to see people with means getting out of these cities. So that's what it's going to mean for the cities. And they're going to become more and more. They're either going to do they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to be um, opportunity zones where they just cut all kinds of regulation and taxes and they get serious about police uh, and they say, hey, reinvent yourself here. And maybe some things go into those places. Um, but I have a feeling they won't do that. They'll become more and more draconian, which will make it worse. Uh, and what it means to you is more important. I saw a... Um, trailer a u-haul trailer that said on the back something along the lines of um uh two less two uh, or one one less family to be california suckers see a taxpayers or something like that and that was on the back of their u-haul and they were they were moving out and uh that person i welcome to texas and wherever you might be living but I know that land is being gobbled up in small, small towns like nobody's business. And those people are coming with the same kind of ideas. If they don't know what caused their state to literally burn down, they're going to be a problem in your community. Yeah, so you have to be really friendly. And I mean, I would really like to see a... A, a movie trailer that happens. Well, nobody's going to the movie that happens before the movies in Texas that just says, hi, you know, I'm Jeff Rowe from Texas. And it's great to have you here because it's a freedom and it's this and it's that. And you got all this stuff. But, hey, you're from out of town. You're moving here. You got to know what made Texas the place you wanted to live in. You left all those uh, crazy ideas back home. I mean, we have to start talking to our new neighbors about, do you know why you're living out here and why things are so crazy? Because otherwise they will destroy everything. I mean, it just it will come in and uh, people will come in and they will destroy your hometown. And before you know it, you'll be living in California. It'll just be in rural Virginia. Thanks so much for your phone call. Uh, one more call, Jeff in Washington. Hello, Glenn. Hi. How are you, Jeff? Well, not too bad. Uh, greetings from a wonderfully smoky Pullman. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's uh, this uh, smoke is uh, blanketing the whole entire Northwest. And in fact, a couple days ago, Spokane had some of the worst air quality in the whole the whole northwest yeah well i know portland today is saying that they have the worst air quality of anywhere in the world uh i was up right. in the mountains uh two weeks ago or a weekend ago uh and i could barely see the mountain range i mean and that was a state away from the fires yeah <laughs> uh yeah i'm a 72 year old recovering child of the 60s Seventies, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, in fact, I back then I was a long-haired hippie rock musician. Wow. Uh, 
still a musician, but without the hair so much. <laughs> and, uh, still got hair, still got hair, but 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 uh, anyway, not like it used to be. Yeah. Um, but I I uh, uh, I have a situation. Uh, it's a family uh, situation. Uh, I've got a brother and sister-in-law uh, over in Western Washington, and they have a couple of children. Uh, well, uh, a son and daughter-in-law, and uh, they have their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the their the the uh, the children of the uh, grandparents are millennials. Yep, they've been radicalized mm-hmm. into this. Uh, mm-hmm critical race theory yep. and white fragility yep and it's gotten to the point now uh, where the, the the kids are telling the parents that if they don't agree with them and what they now believe that they can't see the grandkids anymore um, it's, it's gotten to that point uh, a really sad situation and um so jeff you know, there there are um i am sorry to hear this about your family um this is going to happen more and more and when i said a couple of weeks ago when we did our first uh special what three wednesdays ago on the marxism in our schools this is why i said you're going to lose your family um we are going those who have teenagers right now you you have a good chance of losing your children along the way on this road um it is as dangerous as the nazi um youth programs that they ran where they were in school and they wanted to know about the family uh they would gather information about the family and would convince the kids to turn against their family if they weren't nazis um and that kind of stuff is is already started now they're not nazis but they're still turning the kids against their parents and anyone who disagrees with them and they're doing it uh with the full understanding that they their goal is to break up the traditional nuclear family that's their goal and until america will recognize that and say i either want it or i don't but stop pussyfooting around and saying, oh, well, it's not that bad here. Oh, no, it's not going to do this. Oh, school hasn't changed. Whatever the excuse is, until you divorce yourself from that excuse and say, look, here's what they say they want to do. Here's evidence of them doing it. I'm standing guard to make sure it doesn't happen to my children. You will lose your family. You will lose your family. Um, and it's going to be hard for all of us because I don't think any family is going to go unscathed. I don't. Uh, and you just have to do everything you can. The only thing that I know that is, this is going to be really hard. We should talk about this next hour because I've got to go. But um, churches are in trouble. And the only thing that will heal this rift is the understanding of forgiveness, the understanding of the individual being important to God. And that's the only antidote. 
and Marx knew about it. That's why he attacked the churches. That's why social justice started the way we know it now down in South America. It was liberation theology. It has to destroy the relationship between the inf- the individual and God. That's the most important thing you can drill with your kids. They are an individual, not a collective. So whether your dog is an old codger who just you know likes to lay down on the front porch or a young puppy who's constantly under your feet or one of those little yappy dogs like Pat has, yap, 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 yap. Uh, you got to make sure that they are eating healthy. Uh, his little dog could be eaten by my dog in one bite. No question. Uh, and my dog would look up and like, okay, so there's Where's more. There's my appetizer. Where's the rest? <laughs> um, rough greens. Uh, Uno did not like to eat at all. Uh, we had to hand feed him a lot of the time, and it was a pain in the neck. We tried everything. Then we tried rough greens, not a dog food. It's what you put on your dog's food. And it contains everything that your dog needs that's cooked out, especially with kibbles. It's uh, uh, probiotics and antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils, just some of the things that your dog needs. But those probiotics, you need them, and so does your dog. Give your dog rough greens, the 14-day jump start. See the difference that's beginning to happen in your dog in just 14 days. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck or or call 833-GLENN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. A couple of things uh, just for uh, homework purposes, uh, if you will. Um, I'd like you to watch the netflix special tonight with your family with your kids it's phenomenal my kids paid attention the whole time it's called uh the social dilemma dilemma social dilemma it's on netflix um it is all of the people that invented the uh, the internet with you know the social media and all of the bells and the whistles and everything and they all feel like uh we created frankenstein and they explain it, and your kids will understand the, the the internet unlike you've ever seen. Make sure you watch it tonight. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's program. Uh, thank you so much for listening uh, today. I want to uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about our our sponsor, and that's American Home Shield. I talked to my wife about this this uh, weekend. This is the greatest thing that we have. Um, you think you have home insurance? Well, it doesn't cover things like your refrigerator, you know, appliances, an HVAC unit. You know, some of the big things that if they go, you're like, oh, man, I got to buy a new refrigerator. That's what American Home Shield does. No inspections are needed or proof of maintenance required to join. You have they have plans and pricing for every single budget. Uh, I want you to go and check this out now. It's a great way for you to save money if big things you're worried about. AHS.com slash Beck. AHS.com slash Beck. Save $50 and start protecting your home and budget from the breakdowns that are going to happen in your home. It's AHS.com slash Beck. Uh, see the plan that's right for you. $50 off any plan. Limitations, exclusions do apply. See plan for details. Go there now. AHS.com slash Beck. All right. In the uh, last uh, last hour of the uh, broadcast today, we want to hear from you. 
Uh, and we're going to talk to somebody who was in the riots this weekend also. Welcome to the program. We have been just listening to you. You usually listen to us. I want to hear from you. What is it that you are feeling? What is what are your friends feeling? What's happening? Uh, are we blowing things out of proportion? Are we missing things? How can we help you? This is a chance for you to communicate with me and my team so we know what's happening with you. With COVID, we have a hard time getting out we want to hear from you right now 888-727-BECK we go to the phones in 60 seconds this is the glenn beck program so uh the american government's on the precipice now of reaching a level of debt that equals our entire gdp it will be the largest since 1945 the year world war ii ended you know wartime mm. It's not really wartime yet. Uh, doesn't kind of feel right for 2020, does it? The U.S. dollar is now entering a 10-year decline cycle. Uh, what a shock. The current word is that our currency could plunge up to 36% against the euro over the next year. If that mean, What that means is... I'm trying to remember what it was. I think it was $1,000. If you would have had $1,000 in the bank invested in, in the bank... Today it would be worth yeah, over a hundred grand. Uh, I think it was like two thirty six, something like that. You'll have to look it up for yourself. But that's just because of the devaluation of the dollar. If you would have backed it in gold, that's how much your money would be worth today. Um, and that's what this means. When God forbid we have a, a downgrade of our currency and it falls thirty five percent, that means. 35% of what you have that is denominated in dollars is going to be worth less, worthless. You know, 100% of your dollars, you will only be able to buy about 65 cents uh, worth, of, uh, worth of stuff out of your dollar. That's what this means. That's why Goldline right now is offering a brilliant, uncirculated Kennedy half-dollar coin with every MS-62, uh, every $5 Liberty coin that you purchase, okay? So you buy a $5 Liberty coin, that's a gold coin, and you'll get a sterling silver Kennedy half dollar uh, with that purchase. If you don't know what MS-62 means, I don't, call Goldline and find out right now. It's a great way for you to pick up some free silver along with superior gold, that you're going to you're going to need to acquire uh, at some point. Special is only good for this week. Call Goldline now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Ask them how I buy gold uh, and they will tell you. I do it for a reason and they'll tell you about that. But uh, please, please do your own homework and prepare for an ever changing dollar at Goldline.com. 
We go to Carrie, uh, who is, I believe, in Maine. Hello, Carrie. How are you? Uh, good, Glenn. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So what's happening in your what's happening now in Maine? Uh, well, over the past few months here in our little town of Maine, we've seen a lot of um, really radical political agendas being pushed on us. Um, back, well, I mean, it's it's hard to even even mention all of them. We have a we have a political group here in town, um, Emerge Maine. They uh, recruit very left wing women to run for local politics, um, city council, school committees, um, and they train them, they fund them, and then uh, they're very successful in winning elections. Mm. Um, One of the city council members brought four or five teenage um, kids up to a city council meeting uh, sometime last year in regards to the racism that they felt um, they received at our local high school. Mm -hmm. And then through a series of events this summer, our local schools were mandated to have racial equity and justice training. And so a seventh grader was taking an online class day two and Her teacher was teaching about um, white privilege, her sexual identity, uh, why she was discriminated against as a female, why she was also privileged because she was white. Um, And the parent of this seventh grader videotaped the lesson and shared it onto social media, which in a sense was the greatest thing because it really... Oh, yeah. Awareness. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, wasn't great for his family and what kind of backlash they received. Um, it is also against the remote learning policy to videotape your teacher and Tough. share it anywhere. Tough. It, I know. I Right. Um, so it brought this town to just an uproar that this was going on in our schools and then of course, if you had any problem whatsoever about it, you were immediately a hateful, sure. white supremacist, racist. Um, this family just recently opened up a local business in town. Oh, boy. And, of, yep, of course, there were calls for the business to be boycotted. Um, their business was egged. Um, but thankfully, because of this fabulous community, um, they have sold out of their product every day. Mm. You know, they, this community has really rallied against this family. Yep. Um, but also through, through a lot of this, through, through, you can see how calculated all of this has been. Mm -hmm. Um, I have also just, um, put papers in, got enough signatures to run for school committee. Good. And yep. Mm. And so the online lies have already started about me as well, Sure. but I, well, I welcome it. Um, so we also probably about a month ago, we've got a local church in town. They have a street pastors group that just spreads the gospel through, through downtown. Mm -hmm. They, they wrote, um, Bible verses in chalk Mm -hmm. that was considered, um, hate speech. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So 
the next few days after that, um, we've got a lot of downtown businesses that have seating outside and the city has put up like cement barricades to give them extra seating space. So after that was considered such hate speech with the chalk writing, all of these downtown barricades have now been painted uh, rainbow. Mm. And about a week later, somebody came in and put, you know, a red, uh, a black circle with a line across it, damaging the paintings. Of course, that's hateful and racist. And our, our town has just been turned upside down within these last couple of months. Carrie, how many people live in your town? About 35,000. 35,000. It's about the size yeah. of my hometown when uh, I was growing up. Um, it's going to come to all of our towns. Carrie, I thank you so much so much for everything that you're doing um it's going to come to all of our towns and a lot of people are going to say well i'm just getting through it i'm not saying anything because i'm just getting through it i'm just i'm telling my kids just do the homework do whatever and i'm getting through it i'm i'm at work and i'm not saying anything because i'm just getting through it what what and i know this is harsh to say and I say this with the understanding you please understand that I am in the same boat that you're in, that I believe that if this election goes uh, against Donald Trump and we lose uh, the presidency, uh, I don't think our voices are going to be heard long. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to work many places, if any places. Um, and they will start to process us out through of the banks. Anybody who holds this point, if chalk drawings on sidewalks have to be labeled hate speech, what do you think this will be called? So I'm saying it with the understanding that we are in many ways in the same boat. But if you don't stand because you just want a degree in college, you're just going to, you're just going to say what you you have to say just to get you through college you're paying them when you're being paid do you expect to be more brave if you're in school at any level you are paying for that education so how is it it's courageous or you're just biding your time they work for you and if they flunk you, if they persecute you, so be it. That's the least of the problems. That's the least of it. Oh, I don't want my kids to be ostracized. That's the least of your worries. It really is. Courage is a muscle. And if you don't exercise it at the easy times, you will never be able to be strong enough to stand Believe it or not, these are still the easy times. And my heart breaks every time I have to tell you what is happening and coming. But I'm, I, I assure you that there are more of us than them. There are, there are a lot of Democrats... And quite honestly, a lot of regular liberals that if it wasn't Donald Trump, they would not be so blind to what's going on. 
And they have just gone along and they refuse to see because of their blindness. And we can be in those same positions. There but by the grace of God go I. We need to be God people, decent people, loving people. But stand for everything in you, for everything it's worth. Worth. This is our time to serve our nation. This is our choice now. This is our World War II or Civil War. And there won't be any bystanders. There's not going to be anyone in the stands. Don't have that choice made for you. Make it with your children now. Who are you? What do you believe? What's worth living for? Back in just a second with your phone calls. Uh, right now, there is a way for you to start saving money if you buy things online. It's called Honey, and it's a free browser extension. And it scours the Internet for promo codes, and it applies the best one, uh, and it applies it to your cart. Um, so it's incredibly simple. All you do is you just, you know, you do what you normally do, and you're in Amazon or whatever. And then when you get there at the end, you just click on the Honey app. And it tabulates what you have, and it goes and it searches for all of the best reductions in price. And then it applies them. I mean, Stu was just telling me he saved like 65 bucks. Something they were buying was like 100 or 210 or something like that. And he ended up paying 150 I mean, a real savings. And he said, it's, it's amazing how it works. I don't buy stuff on the – my wife uses honey. I don't – I barely even know how to – my mail to work anyway uh so it is uh it's honey join honey.com slash back you'll save a buttload of money it's really simple they don't mine you for information they don't sell the information uh they get paid by the companies that are looking for your business so join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back do it now 10 seconds station id Let me go to Sarah in Oklahoma. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Hey, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. Well, I want to vent about these masks. Um, I live outside of Oklahoma City. It's a pretty conservative area. Mm-hmm. Um, well, right before school started last month, we got a mass email saying that Masks were recommended, but not required for kindergarten through fourth grade. Well, I have two kids in first and third grade. And, well, they come home from school the first day, and I was told that they didn't have to wear masks, and the teachers weren't going to provide them. Well, here, the teachers were making them wear masks before they leave the classroom. Wait, and wait, wait, before they leave the classroom or get into the classroom? They have before they leave the classroom, they have to wear them. <laughs> so wait, so they're fine sitting in the classroom, picking their nose and playing with each other. But yes. as soon as they leave the class to go outside, yes. maybe and play. OK. Hmm. Yes. And they also separate them. And they, I found out that they. Social distance in the cafeteria 
and they make them eat breakfast in the hallway on the floor. So what are you thinking about this? I have no idea. I'm, I, I, well, when I went to the school open house, the teacher's like, well, you can come and they can come and get their breakfast in the morning and everybody sits on their sticker in the hallway and they can eat their breakfast. And I said, I'm sorry, did you just tell me my child has to eat breakfast on the dirty hallway floor? <laughs> and she's like, well, or they can hold it and eat in the classroom. I said, but there's 20 minutes. They have to, their food will be cold. So I can't help you with the floor thing because I don't know the situation and, you know, we all have to do what we have to do. Um, However, uh, I don't like the idea that they would tell you one thing and then do another. Um, And uh, you've got to watch your teachers. I'm sure they're all good, but the teachers union is a real, real poison to the republic. And they don't mind uh, tucking things in that you don't necessarily know about. You have to you um, you know, I think when it comes to the mask thing, I I am I'm so done with the masks, Uh, but I still wear them out. You know, if if a business is, you know, wanting to do it, if I have to go to that business, then I'll wear a mask. It's up to them. It's their business. Uh, And I try to be you know polite about it um you know you never know when you're going to run into an old person and you know it i i don't have a problem i do have a problem with everything that's being done to our kids because they're not seeing each other you lose so much information when your face is covered that's how you learn how to read people and the more time we have our kids in masks it damages them. It takes away that crucial understanding of how to read faces. Um, it's it's just not good. And quite honestly, uh, I don't know when this is going to end. Uh, you know, I think, hey, Sarah, do you have the new uh, America 2021 theme with the sheep? Do you have that? Ah. Sheep. just i was just thinking that uh you know we needed something a theme just to you know just to say who we are uh now because uh, it seems like we're all sheep the america that i know uh, especially in these small communities would say yeah dude not gonna do it i mean if you're in the inner city okay maybe uh but stop being sheep stop being sheep look at the stats yourself call your hospital hey how about Thank you. How many um, how many people are actually in the hospital? Is it overrun? How many are in for COVID? How many people died last week? Could you just look up that stat for me, mm-hmm. Pat? How many people died of COVID in the last week? Now, this number is probably going to be high because they are including all kinds of stuff. But in the United States, how many people died of COVID? It's shocking. It is a shocking number. More people died, I think, falling on their dishwasher and being stabbed by their forks uh, than uh, than COVID. Do you have it? Yeah, it's not easy to find, is it? It's not easy to no, find. No, not easy to it find. Really That's weird. Uh-huh. That's really weird. Really weird. Not easy to find. 
It should be, right? Uh, it should be, think right be everywhere. We've got a count running on everything, don't wow. we? Last week, I think it was in the 600s. 600. 600. And you know what it was at the peak? It was like 2,200. Right. At the peak. Yeah. 600 people in the United States. Now, that is every life is sacred, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But what other, I mean, what other things kill 600 people? Uh, in a week's time. I mean, it's a lot of people, but we don't go out and shut everything down and destroy our children. We're destroying our children. They can't see faces. They can't play together. What do you? This is not right. This is not right. And we have to stop being sheep. Now, that doesn't mean that you become a... Uh, I don't know, a, a mountain lion. And you become unpredictable or a polar bear and you just start eating everybody because they're in your garbage. No. But you don't sit down. You've got to speak out. You've got to say enough is enough. Enough is enough. And that's with the understanding that Flu season is coming, could get bad again, but we take it as we go. We we don't we didn't overwhelm the hospitals. I feel like Moses, let my people go. This is the hmm. Glenn Beck program. I have to explain who Moses is. So yesterday we grilled out Rectech. Mmm. 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 Mm, I could still be eating it right now. In my mind, I am. Rectech is the embodiment of solid steel determination and mm, I'd say space age technology, but we're way past space age, Mars age technology. It's the way we used to build Buicks where it's, I mean, it's like, I think it could double as a bomb shelter. And then it has today's latest, greatest technology. It's smart grill technology that ensures that you're going to get the perfect cook every time, no matter what you're cooking. And you don't even have to be around it. Rectech is that smart. Uh, Rectech goes direct to consumer. So you're not having to pay an arm and a leg for it. It's sturdy, it's smart, it's dinner time that you won't forget. Go to Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. That's Rectech dot com. Check it out now and eat like a king. Fled Beck, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, me, Pat Gray, Stuber Gear. Listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. Hey, I just want to I just want to check in with uh, Elijah Schaefer. He is um, uh, one of the guys that works for the Blaze, who is out at all of these uh, protests. I've been very worried about him and all of his colleagues. Um, who are out and about, and you were in real danger this weekend. You were in two different locations, Rochester, New York. Is that right, Elijah? Yes, uh, Rochester, New York, and good old Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Okay, so tell me what, first let's start in um, uh, in uh, L- Lancaster. Let's start there. All right. Yeah, let's start there. I mean, I, I think probably the rest of America is as surprised as I am uh, a quite 
quaint and, and very beautiful and quiet city in, in America to fall to the hands of violent criminals. Uh, Lancaster, there was a shooting of an armed individual um, whose ethnicity, uh, I can say, is, is not confirmed as black, uh, but is a lighter skin tone, uh, was armed with a knife after charging at police, was a mentally ill individual, um, and police officers clearly released body footage showing uh, body cam footage that their lives were in danger. Oh, the guy, yeah, the guy looked crazy. I'm glad to hear that he was uh, disturbed because I felt bad saying he looked crazed, uh, but he did. Um, you know, I thought he was high on drugs or something because his eyes were way popped out and he's coming. He's running after this police officer who appeared to be by himself. And as the police officer is running, this guy has a large knife behind him and trying to kill him. And the police officer shoots him and he dies. Yes, and I'm glad that you actually are willing to tell the truth because a lot of other media outlets make it seem like this was an unarmed black guy that was somehow targeted by officers. But if, if any normal citizen with, with two eyes on their head could actually look at this, I mean, this was an absolute uh, use of force that I think any American would see was justified, that uh, the police were in danger, that their lives were on the line, and this is a man with a knife. But what we see here is that uh, the Black Lives Matter protesters are no longer just about the black lives of, of unarmed people. They're about defending any type of criminal who's shot by police. And that's very alarming. Okay, now take me to uh, Rochester. Uh, this is the, what, 10th night? How many nights? 11 nights of protests so far in Rochester? Yeah, I mean, we're getting above uh, above that, maybe about 12 now, um, we're talking about the, the interesting um, death of an individual who, according to toxicology, died from, from a combination of, uh, this is a guy who was high on the drug PCP, had stripped mm-hmm. down um, nude, was going through the streets, spitting on officers. Um, they had to wrestle him to the ground. He had a superhuman strength because he was high on, on drugs. And they had to put a spit hood on uh, on him. And during that altercation, he apparently went unconscious. He died about a week or so. I mean, depending on what how late you go by, uh, died while while in so, some sort of a coma. And um, the the reports are that that you know he died from a combination of PCP related complications and also police uh, blunt force during the arrest that made him unconscious. And somehow we're just protesting about that now i got news for you i i saw that footage and um again yeah i mean i guess you could uh quibble um here and there from what i saw though it seemed like everybody knew this guy was on something he's naked and not shivering in the snow um and uh you know what these cops must see on a daily basis and it did look like they spent maybe 10 seconds um after they got him under control going you're laughing about it but it's gallows humor uh and then the the fire department and the ems is there it seems like they're doing fine they're teaching something to the police officers that they didn't know they say roll him on his side because he was uh, apparently vomiting in his hood, and I think he may have choked. 
and maybe that's what put him under uh, in unconscious state. I don't know. But as soon as anyone figured out that he was having trouble, they were all fine. But now we're in double digits uh, of nights setting Rochester on fire. And you were there and it was a problem. Yes, and I think that's where we, we really, truly find uh, what some of these groups are about. Because believe me, Glenn, I'm sure you, your audience, all of us are not only against police brutality, we're against all forms of brutality. Any form of unjust murder, killing, even death, we would all stand against all of us. Americans. Absolutely. Um, but we understand that, unfortunately, in the way the world works, some deaths are not only unavoidable, some are are unavoidable uh, in the terms of they just have to happen in order to save somebody else's life, like in the cases um, that we are, are seeing here where there's a lot more to the picture. Um, but in, in Rochester, you know, I went there with no intent to defend the police or attack the police. Uh, I came in no way to attack Black Lives Matter or defend them. I just wanted to see what they were saying, what they were doing, and within a few moments uh, of covering their actions, of following them, I quickly found out they're not against police brutality. They're actually just against not only law and order, but against anybody who doesn't line up with their extreme far-left agenda. So we have a short clip here we can play where somebody points you out and it gets ugly. Can we play that clip? Okay, tell me about that moment. You're in a crowd. It's ugly. Somebody says you're a racist and you're doxing people. I know you. You're not a racist. And I've never heard you dox about doxing people. And we wouldn't tolerate it at the blaze if you did. What uh, what happened? Well, Glenn, this actually might shock you because I'll tell you, I do this full time. You know that. Uh, and people who follow what I do or, or, or know that people do this um, understand that there's definitely evil people out there that want to get anybody who disagrees with their agenda killed. What was different about this night that is extreme, um, there was a group that set themselves up as a documentary filmmaking group. They had a crew with proper film equipment, uh, very decent clothing. They looked like put-together individuals. This was a full-on crew that any individual would say, yes, that could be a a Vice or a Vox or Mm -hmm. a CNN film crew. Mm -hmm. Now, what they did, um, and according to videotape of other uh, journalists, they went around talking to other journalists, asking them if, if they were me, and they were telling them they were filming a documentary. And uh, by other people saying, oh, that's not me, that's not me, they ended up walking up to me saying, oh, hello, Elijah. And I made a mistake of just saying, hi, uh, this is a very professional-looking crew. Yeah. And, and right when I said hi, they turned around and called me a Nazi and curse words, which I cannot report repeat on on air um immediately had men come over who had comms on uh they started threatening my life they um started assaulting me hit me luckily had a helmet on so essentially with piecing together with journalists who by the way are not all 
you know, uh, conservative or Republican, these are even left wing people. We figured out that they set up by the, by realizing I was there by the second night, they set up a fake film crew to look like a documentary film crew in order to hunt me down and to pick me out uh, and then to avoid police detection so that they could assault me, threaten my life to kill me and turn an entire crowd on me that became so immediately violent that the police saw this, that even a uh, somewhat left-wing journalist said, I saw as the crowd turned against you and the uh, violence escalated. That's actually what caused the police to, to turn in on the crowd because they saw basically that the whole mob had energized to essentially try to take your life, which being yours would be my life. Well, we have them on videotape. I don't know how many we can identify, but um, the police are looking for these people and you will uh, press charges. Will you not if they find them? Yeah, I mean, they threatened my life. They physically assaulted me. Um, they said they wanted to take my life. They made serious uh, physical charges. They tried to pull me into the crowd. Um, they made serious, deadly accusations right. of mob mentality, uh, claiming that I had used uh, slurs like the N-word towards black individuals, uh, saying that I was a known racist. I mean, these are slanderous, uh, defamatory remarks that in these situations are actually deadly and they're not to be taken lightly like like calling fire in a movie theater there's a point where speech becomes uh dangerous to people in terms of their safety and i know that's a very sketchy and somewhat scary topic to talk about but when there's hundreds of people who are out for blood and someone says that you are the person who's causing all the problems and that they lie and say you're out there to put people in jail to get people killed by police. They not only jeopardize myself, but they put the safety and the security of all press and all citizens who value their first amendment completely in jeopardy. And they actually in some ways compromise what the constitution and, and the first amendment was even designed for. I know you're young. You think you're invincible. Um, you have a lot to prove. You think you have, you know, there's a million reasons and I've done and given all of those reasons in my life. Uh, what you do is extremely important, but I beg of you, please, please, uh, don't do anything foolish. If I know you're close to the spirit, pray all throughout please warn me if i need to turn around and then obey that please obey that um what you do is really important and i i i mean i ask that you would come home and stay home your wife uh, and i'm about to call her too uh your wife wants you to stay home please please don't do anything stupid and just follow the lord Will you do that? I really appreciate uh, Yeah, I, I actually will. And I'll say this, that uh, even though I'm sure some of your listeners are not religious, um, you know, even when I was leaving Rochester and I, and I felt God tell me to go and not to go back out, you know, I asked where to go next. And I can't tell you where I am right now, um, but I can tell you that last night at, at random, I happened to be in the vicinity of, of Lancaster, which is probably pretty bizarre for most people in the media mm -hmm. to be near Lancaster. And that happened to be at the exact time that uh, even Forbes wrote an article and said that the coverage of the riots last night, myself and another individual 
because no media was present, uh, may actually turn the tides in Pennsylvania to get Trump elected because of showcasing the lack of law and order that comes uh, when, you know, when Democrats are in charge, when people are unable to act. And the way that Biden isn't responding, the way he's not addressing this, the way that he's not condemning this, uh, may actually turn Pennsylvania completely red. And I think that, you know, I think the work is spiritual and that we have a fight ahead of us. We are fighting. We're we're fighting evil. And I understand that. And I and, uh, you know, I I don't have a right to tell you what to do. You don't work for me. Um, But I just I worry about you. We pray for you. Uh, I ask the audience, please pray for elijah and all those who are with him and doing like work Uh, but please uh, i'm glad to hear that you you are being led by the spirit on where to go uh, because if we indeed are fighting darkness um, as long as you are light uh, he will he will direct you where you're supposed to be Elijah Schaefer. He is the Blaze TV host, Slightly Offensive. Uh, you can follow him on YouTube as well at Slightly Offensive. Where is that video? Is it uh, on the Blaze uh, or uh, the YouTube or all platforms? Um, yeah, so right now some of the clips are on Twitter, on Blaze Twitter. So you can look at, at Blaze TV or the Blaze also on Instagram. Uh, but on Wednesday, uh, there is going to be a full synopsis at 2 p.m. Central okay. put out with everything that has happened with commentary at blazetv.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Elijah Schaefer. All right. I want to talk to you about getting out of pain, getting back to your regular self, your healthy self. Uh, and because we need you. Boy, do we need you. Um, we all have to be. Um, in the best shape that we can be. And I know I'm saying this is a big fat fatty, but uh, the doctors who developed relief factor um, selected the four best ingredients for dealing with inflammation. And I hate the talk of inflammation. I've always thought, Oh, inflammation. Yeah. I'm going to give you some ibuprofen. Shut up. It's never where I Pat's the same way. Oh, ibuprofen. Oh, please doc. No, no, I don't want to get hooked on that stuff. Um, but this actually does reduce the inflammation and it does do what it says it does, at least for me and 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more. Why would you do that if it wasn't working now? This is not a drug, not a drug, but it works and it's worked for me for the last two years, two and a half years going on three almost. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Eight 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 seven two seven beck Let me take Mike on line 11 uh, in Missouri. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hey, thanks, Glenn. I just wanted to talk to you today a little bit about, uh, you know, what's going on in the world and with the election and stuff. And I, I tell you the truth, I'm making plans on leaving the country right after the election. After I cast my ballot, I'm going to get on the airplane with my two daughters and my wife and kind of go somewhere where, else. And go where? What happens, you know? Go where? I don't, I, I'm, I'm thinking uh, probably Honduras, the Bay Islands. Mm. Oh, that'd be good. Place in Belize. Uh, let me tell you, that Mike. Was, uh, that was very dangerous, though. Yeah, I, I will just say this. Um, any Americans thinking about jumping ship, uh, you know, that's cool. Where are you going to go if America actually falls? If America falls, there is no place to run. 
the entire world will be in chaos. And I will tell you, um, I could make a pretty strong case religiously that America might be the place that would be the safest. It'll be the worst at the beginning, but maybe the safest in the end. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. If that happens and things melt down, we got to pray that Jesus is coming. <laughs> we got to pray that that's the sign that he is coming.